not a good way to start your time. Praise God. You can be seated for a moment. You are going to get relief. This is our last night. And uh, God has been so good. I appreciate the opportunity to be here with this church, especially with this church. Someone told me the other day that we needed to be here. And I told him, I said, well, my son has the same feelings there. But if it wasn't for my son, we would probably be part of this church. We love you and um, see what God is doing in your midst. And I have, as I, it's, it's difficult every time you end time that you've been there for a while. And I want to. I want to spend a little time, but I'm not going to preach real long tonight. I am confident that there are needs in the house. There are midweeks, a lot of time, used for teaching, kind of slow everything down a little bit. And, uh, well, you're quick here tonight. You're giving me a lot, of, a lot of time. The preliminaries are over. Sister Pearson and I, we love each and every one of you. Love the Copelands and really love this church. I really hope with all my heart that you really understand what you have in Buford. I travel... I've traveled all over Canada and the United States. And you are blessed, blessed, blessed. With a great move of God in your midst and godly people to lead you and guide you and develop. I love the number of young people in this church and all the different aspects that take place with them. It's just a good time living for God. It's a great time to be living for God. And so I struggled today, and I, I was preaching for Brother Weeks, and I may have mentioned this to you, but I, I said to him, I said, I don't know if I preach this here or not one time. He said, oh, don't worry about it. He said, Tim Spell came and preached the same message three times in a row. And he said one of my precious saints was very diligent and got to him right after church to tell him. And Brother Spell said, well, you must have needed it. So I guess I can use that tonight. But I have struggled today. And uh, I know this church has sound doctrinal teaching. So I'm going to preach to you a little bit, just for a little while, because I know there are needs here. My bent in my entire ministry, and I was blessed to preach to pastor three churches. The last one was the Minot Church for 
20, almost 25 years. And we had a revival church. And my bent is evangelism. Seeing people pray through to the Holy Ghost. Seeing people touched and moved in the presence of God. So if you'd stand with me tonight. In fact, let's just stand and, and let's lift our voices to the Lord one more time. Let him hear us. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God. Okay. Thank you, Lord. God, you're good to us, Lord. Thank you for your wonderful presence, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. I love to preach about the Apostle Paul. There was no one quite like the Apostle Paul. Seemed like he was always in a jam. Shipwreck, in a prison, first one thing and another. But he never backed down on anything at any time. It was straight ahead. So I want to preach a little bit about the Apostle Paul tonight. If I had a title for this, it would be God, and I mentioned it the other night in one of my messages, God is still God. And I knew he was God the last time I was here and when I left. And I am very confident that he's still God today. Now, We'll do calisthenics. Let's stand for the reading of the word. Reading from Acts chapter 17, verse 22. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. And Paul felt obligated to let them know who God was, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship him. Declare I unto you. Paul goes on and he says in 24, God that made the world and all the things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in the temples made with hands, neither is worship with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath made one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and we move 
and we have our being. As certain also of your poets have said, for we are also his offspring. You may be seated. I am thankful tonight with all of my heart that I can say, and you can say, we are of his offspring. The word of God tells us in Hebrews that Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. I did not come wondering if God was still God. I knew that he was still God today. And God sees every need and every individual in this place today. He knows the heart and the mind of every last one of us. I know that there is a God today because I talk to him today. I know that there is a God today because he talked to me today. He is just as close as the mention of his name. I want to preach to you for a little while today. Amen. That God is still alive and well today. And he has met us in this sanctuary tonight to meet our needs. When I look at Abraham, the faithful, when God spoke to him and told him, to offer his son a sacrifice. We don't read anywhere where Abraham had a long discussion with God trying to explain why that wasn't the best idea. We simply read in the word of God that he started on his journey. We know the end of that. He went and he was ready to offer his son a sacrifice. I am very confident that on the way to that mount to offer his son, I believe Abraham was just as mortal or just as normal as we are. I can't even imagine what was going through his mind. This was the God that he had trusted. This was the God that he obeyed. And now God had asked him to offer his son. His steps may have been slow, But I think he was walking one step at a time saying, God, you're still my God. God, you're still God. Can I tell you, church, it does not matter what we go through. It does not matter what is transpiring in this world. And ever so often we get get kind of excited about what's taking place and all the stupidity and all the stuff that's going on and all the stuff that's being passed. But all I can say is apostolics, we just need to keep saying, God is still God. Amen. He was God in the Garden of Eden. He was God when Abraham offered his son a sacrifice. Amen. We need to let our neighbors know, uh, no matter what's taking place in our world, uh, our God is still God today. Uh, And he's still doing what God does. I believe that when Abraham came off that mountain, his pace had changed. And I believe that he skipped all the way home saying, God, you're still God. I'm telling you, church, God is still 
on the throne today. Uh, I don't care what Congress passes. Uh, I don't care who goes in. I care, uh, but I don't have anything to do with it uh, but a single vote. Uh, amen. Can I get a little political tonight? Uh, amen. It's time for us to stand up uh, for what we believe. Uh, I said it's time uh, that we believe God is God. Amen. Homosexuality is still wrong, uh, but God loves the homosexual, transgender. Uh, amen. Uh, God despises it, but He still loves the individual. Uh, but we as apostolics, we need uh, to let our world know God is still God. Uh, amen. Uh, if they kick every conservative uh, off of the Supreme Court, uh, amen, God is still God, uh, and He'll always be God. Uh, in the next election, uh, whoever goes in as president, uh, we might not like it, uh, doesn't change the fact uh, that God uh, is still God. Uh, oh, let's give Him some praise, church. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God... You are still God today. Uh, can I preach to you for a little while? You can be seated. Uh, I want to preach to you for a little while. Uh, we come here as individuals. Uh, we lift our hands to the Lord uh, as individuals. Uh, we bring our praise to Him uh, as individuals. Uh, and God has got His mind uh, on every sing single uh, individual uh, in the house of God. Uh, Amen. I come wearing a nice tie. Uh, all these guys and all these young men, uh, they're dressed up real nice. Uh, and the ladies look all pretty uh, dressed up tonight. Uh, but every one of us, uh, amen, we've got a heart down inside of us. Uh, and there are some uh, that have difficulties, uh, that have problems. Uh, I'm here to tell you tonight, God has got us on His mind. And if you're here and you got a need, uh, my God uh, has got you on His mind tonight. Uh, amen. There was a war going on uh, with Israel and the Syrians. Uh, and the Israelites, uh, they were on top of the mountain and they had a great victory. Uh, and somebody, uh, amen, in the Syrian camp, uh, they began to talk about it. Uh, and they said, that's okay. Uh, we're going to meet the Israelites uh, in the valley, uh, and they were tremendously, uh, amen, advantaged uh, with the number of soldiers they had. Uh, and they said, those Israelites, uh, they are only a God of the mountain. Uh, they didn't realize it, but they spoke the truth. Uh, he was a God of the hills. Uh, but what they didn't know, uh, He was God's uh, a God of the valley just as well. I'm telling you today, uh, whether you're on top of it, uh, if you've got your A-game going uh, with God, uh, amen, and everything's all right, uh, He's God. Uh, but let me tell you, if you're down in the valley, uh, if you've got a heartache, uh, amen, if you've got sin in your life, uh, amen, He's God uh, of the mountain. Uh, but oh, He loves coming down uh, and getting down in the valley uh, where we're at. Uh, amen, uh, He's touched uh, Amen. Uh, when He looks at us today, uh, every last one of us, uh, if you got a need, uh, I got a God. Uh, I say it a lot, uh, but it's the truth. Uh, amen. He is my everything. My everything. 
He came down as God, as man, manifest in the flesh. But he was God. They betrayed him, but he was still God. Amen. Peter denied him, but he was still God. They arrested him, but he was still God. They put him on trial, but he was still God. They beat him to a pulp, but he was still God. They spit in his face, but he was still God. They drove nails in his hands and his feet, but he was still God. They crucified him on an old rugged cross. Amen. And the earth convulsed. Amen. The lights of the world went out dark. I'm telling you, he is was still God. But I thank God that he was still God on resurrection morn. He got up out of the grave. Why did he do it? He did it for every last one of us that are sitting in this sanctuary tonight. He had us on his mind. I'm telling you, church, let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. There's no God like this God. We got all kind of gods in this world. Amen. I want to feel like Paul felt. He felt an obligation. He looked at those people and he said, you know what? I want to tell you who God is. And we got a whole world that needs to know who God is. God is still God. I thank God for a testimony that he's still God. I thank God, you know, we don't, we don't for obvious, some obvious reasons, we don't have testimony services hardly anymore. And because, for one thing, when you get as many people, especially as you had here on Sunday, and, and uh, I, I learned in pastoring, you don't, you don't know what somebody might testify about. And you might not have the time for them to testify. Amen. It would take me a long, long, long time to testify about all the goodness of the Lord that He has done for me. I could talk a long time, Brother Bailey, how worthy I am. But I thank God we have a testimony. We need to let the world know about our testimony. I'd preached this a number of times, different places. And I'd never used this, I'm confident I haven't used this here. My mom, she was, she was quite a lady. Um, she loved God with all of her heart. But she was, she was a character. And, um, but she knew how to get a hold of God. If anybody needed somebody to pray, they'd call Grandma. And uh, she, would, she would start off with, uh, Oh, Jesus. And it wasn't two shakes of a lamb's tail until she was in another realm. And she was praying in the Holy Ghost. And I, I mean she would pray. But she had a lot to thank God for. I was about three years old at the time. And if we have musicians, you can go ahead and come tonight. 
I won't be more than 45 minutes longer after you get here. Promise. It was in 1946, I was just a little boy, and my dad was working in a farm labor camp in Eloy, Arizona, which was and still is just a dirty little town in the desert of Arizona. There wasn't much there, but there was a little church, a little adobe building. And my mother was dying from tuberculosis. The doctor had told my dad, he said, my mother couldn't walk across the floor by herself. And the doctor told my dad, he said, don't bring her back. Back then, tuberculosis didn't have a cure. And he said, I don't want you to bring her back because she's dying. Things are a little bit different now in our sanctuaries than they were then. Back then, they would put a speaker when they were having revival on the outside of the church. And they would let the community hear round about. It was pouring down rain. And my mother began to beg my dad to take her to church. And he always called her girl when he was frustrated with her. And he would say, girl, I'm not taking you out. It'll kill you. And she pleaded with him. And he finally wrapped her up, took her down to that little church just down the street. They got in there. Holy Ghost was moving. They laid hands on my mom. She shouted all over that little church. She went home and she threw away what pills she had left. She never had a touch of tuberculosis the rest of her life. Stand with me. Why? Why? Because God is still God. God is still God. And there are needs in this place. It's time for us to walk in the realm of the Spirit as we never have before. God's still God. If you've got a need tonight, I know it's, it's midweek, but I've been real short. I'll dedicate the altar time for the time I haven't preached. Why don't we just bring our needs to the Lord? you got a need God wants to be. You gotta need to make your way. Step out. God, I'm coming in faith. I'm coming. You're still God. I'm coming. Oh,